0: Hey, welcome to the Backyard Blitz. We're here. Super Bowl 57's over, boys. I was crazy. Uh,
1: yeah. Wow. I don't know how it's a double-edged sword, BP. I'm a little <laughs> bummed out, man. The Super Bowl was great, but football season's over. So and now we gotta, we gotta wait a a whole, a whole lot of months for a more live action. Although we do have the XFL and the USFL coming up. So uh, yeah, fear not, there are there there is football coming up, but we were uh we were given a treat to end the year for sure. We were given a great game and fun to watch and uh, we'll I'm sure
0: I'm sure that we're going to Yeah, I'm sure that we'll talk about the XFL and the USFL. There's a couple guys from the USFL this last year that really made a name for themselves in the NFL. So the one that I can think of just off the top of my head was the uh Turpin from the Cowboys that was their yeah. kick returner. He was a he was he was a really good player for the usfl and and obviously got a tryout yeah yeah it's
1: good it's good opportunity for guys you know i might not be the best football out there but uh it's definitely football nonetheless so it'll hold you over for a little bit yeah
0: i I think we'll watch like you know that first game and then it's almost like preseason football like man these quarterbacks suck
1: (laughs) well that's like (laughs) the stands the stands will be full for the first game and then yeah, uh, they'll, you'll see the stands dwindling off too.
2: So that's usually how a, those SFL uh, starts this year too. Yeah, doesn't it start yeah.
1: like next week?
2: Something, something. Yeah, something,
1: something soon. Yeah, something soon. I, don't, I
2: thought it was like the twenty fourth or something. Twenty fifth. Yeah. It starts something soon. I yeah. th- honestly though I watched the USFL last year. Um, the games were. I mean, of course it is an NFL, but it was like more interesting than I imagined. Like it was. Oh, well, Larry like, says it's a Saturday it was actually like decent football a because a lot of those guys are guys that were either on somebody's practice squad, got released by somebody or sure. like so i mean it's, it's not like they just went and got a bunch of random guys like off the street or anything
1: no there's was good talent obviously we were talking you we know, talk about the guy from the Cowboys and uh, every 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 year there seems to be like a couple guys that you know come over yeah. from from those leagues so
0: why let, let's be honest like if those if those leagues would have been around I don't know like would we have gone to Germany would we have been in one of those leagues you know like I think it would have taken that was the only 11 on 11 ball that there really was at the time that we went over there because you either had arena ball or you had to go up to Canada and play yeah. was it 13 men and uh yeah. probably three would have downs been or Germany. whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah Germany was the, I still would have been in Germany, Germany was... <laughs> <laughs> nice that's where my talk- i
1: think that's where my skill level peaked out at so <laughs> <laughs> man
0: i don't know you had you had a pretty
1: good arm man yeah i did back in the day back in but the yeah day. uh hey we're missing one we're missing yep. one uh, Oh profit talking about him yeah so you know profit uh is having a procedure done tomorrow morning he's in bed he's got to be up early uh you know, I won't go into too much detail, but if you guys out there, uh, if you pray, keep profiting your prayers. Uh, if you don't pray, good vibes, positive vibes, you, you can use them. Everything's okay right now. I think we're good, but, you know, he's going and getting some stuff done. So hopefully he'll be back with us uh, maybe next week, maybe in a couple weeks. But, Profit, we're thinking about you. Miss you. Absolutely. show sure ain't the same without you, man. Absolutely. Oh,
0: the thing is, you know, he's going to have those one-liners all pent up forever how long he's out. And when he comes back, they're going to be flying. So you know that he's going to be letting loose. Uh, when he I comes wonder back if they're going
1: to uh, ask for autographs or anything when they're, when they're wheeling him back for surgery, you know? <laughs> oh, probably. They, aren't you the prophet? Sure. Yeah, he's the prophet. <laughs> like, no yeah. uh, autographs. Tony Tretons.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tony treats. He's probably going to say that when he's in anesthesia. Tony yeah. Tretons. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we got a we got a Super Bowl to talk about, guys. It was uh, it was eventful. It it went to, it was a great game. I, I was happy that we were able to get the game that we did. Um, it went back and forth, but let's talk about it and uh, let's start off with where the Super Bowl started, and that was with the national anthem. Boys, we saw the picture or the and it's kind of turned into a meme now of Nick Sirianni with tears streaming down his face. Balling. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was standing up and I'm listening to Chris Stapleton sing, and I start to feel those tears like well up. It was a like really nice rendition of the the national anthem. What do you guys think about that?
1: Uh, I think it was probably one of the best renditions I've heard. Uh, people compare that to the uh, the Whitney Houston rendition, which yeah. was good, and it's it was two total totally different renditions, but awesome, man. Uh, I mean, just. Raw. He's Chris Stapleton's one of the, I think the best natural singers out there, and for him to go out there and just sing the national anthem the way it's meant to be sung, and it was just raw. And you saw a lot. Not only Siriani, you saw a lot of emotion and a lot of people in yeah. it. It hit a lot of people, um, right in the gut. And uh, you know, it was it was a great rendition. So it was a way, great kickoff to to the game, a, a great pregame. You know, um, and it led into a great game
0: uh slick so sirianni's your guy man like you guys like you've had a chance to to be around that guy on a day-to-day basis and i've kind of been indifferent about him you know kind of during the season i know drew's been like ah whatever that guy i'm not gonna lie when i saw the tears kind of streaming down his face and like i kind of felt that emotion you you guys got to be with me on this when it's a national anthem of the super bowl you start to feel that juice even if you're not playing you know what i mean like oh man what would it be like if you're standing right there and just seeing the, the tears kind of stream down his face was like you could relate to him right then. Like, man, I'd be doing the same thing, just balling on national TV. What did you think about that, Slick?
2: Um, well, first of all, before I even get to that, um, not just the national anthem. I like the setup that they did leading into the national anthem. When they started with yeah. the, um, the black national anthem, uh, mm-hmm. the, then they went to the um, –
0: America it, the Beautiful, America wasn't? The beautiful. It? Yeah, yeah, they went
2: to that, and then they went to like I like that whole setup, kind of like how they, it, it's like they paid homage to like all different type categories. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I like that part. Um When I saw that, it, it definitely did put me back in that football mode a little bit. The national mm-hmm. anthem. Um When I saw Sirianni tearing up, I was like, mm. <laughs> like, like I didn't, I, I mean. I don't know i I'm, i mean i'm a passionate person but i'm not really an emotional person yeah. so like even with the national anthem whether it's basketball football whatever the case may be even the whitney houston performance i still feel like that's probably the best one ever but that I, was i, killer I, I wasn't just sitting there like oh my god like like i didn't i never teared up if anything it got me like geek to a whole different yeah. level to where like yeah. i'm ready to just like let's put the pads on let's rock. Yeah. That's a good
1: point, Rick. Because, like, I never, you know, for as many national anthems as I stood through, um, I've always got more amped up than I did emotional. I think, you know, uh, hearing that, and you know, it starts coming to a close, and everybody's putting their helmets up or whatever they're doing. I'm, I'm curious, and I didn't watch a lot of the post game stuff to see if he actually answered his question. But what was going through his mind at that point, Sirianni, to be like? That wasn't just shedding a tear, dude. Like he was crying. It's like, like he was Yeah, it was like bawling. and I, I don't know. Like me, me, me it means it, means it means a lot to you know people. That's, that's what, what I was going to
2: say. Me, me, yeah. pers- when I saw it, I was like, "That's what's up, coach." Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you deserve where you at right now because, like I said, even last year when he first came in, like he was kind of like a joke. like a lot of commentators they were talking Mm -hmm. about how he messed up in a press conference originally they carried that on and then the season didn't go the way they wanted it to go and they were talking about him and um jalen hurts how it was you know what i'm saying i just feel like he was like a laughing stock of 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 the nfl for a while last year and then just to see his progression like his elevation from starting at mount union as a player then as a Mm -hmm. coach then he came to iup for two years without where i was at then he Finally got into the NFL and just kind of like worked his way up and basically kind of like I'm pretty sure he had his doubters, people that probably said he was either too young or didn't know enough football or didn't have enough experience or would never get to that 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 level. And yeah. the fact that he did it, like I'm pretty sure like every all of that stuff just was in one big ball.
0: Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. So like any other national anthem that we've been at, which is kind of funny when we're in Germany, like they played like the American national anthem and then like the German national anthem yeah. and like nobody knew the German national anthem and we're in Germany. We th- <laughs> we got to be looking around like there's some wild stuff right now, but I would be just like what you said, Drew, like that would amp me up. But I think at like the Super Bowl, like I almost feel like it's like, oh my gosh, it's the biggest stage of, you know, the, the sport. And like you're there, like you're on the sideline. I feel like it would just hit you in, in maybe a different way. Even just watching that one puts me in a different way. But uh, I don't know. I was just like, all right. But then you know, later on in the game, you see him flipping off, you know, the the chief sideline and Jalen Hurts is like, no, coach, yeah. Like,
1: well put that arm down. Dude, that's another t- conversation point. It's like uh, <laughs> when you're when your 24-year-old starting quarterback has got to check the head coach, like. For acting like a clown, dude, it tells you a lot about <laughs> the, how where his maturation is at and and where it needs to be. Because you know a, a lot of the stuff that he does is for the camera. Um, and, and he kind of did it I all just, through the
0: playoffs, like kind of
1: yeah, like, playing just, up
0: to it a little bit. I don't know.
1: I mean, kudos to Hertz, but Hertz checked him. He like grabbed his arm and put his arm down. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're a, you you're a my- head coach right now. You're in the in the middle of the Super Bowl and you're worried about worry about the fans dude so i didn't like
2: that we, that was a conversation point with you know i didn't even see that my, till my like, yeah
0: i saw yeah, it like I, after the fact i and I, was I, like, didn't, I didn't
2: i didn't even i didn't even see it i'll tell you what yeah, did yeah. catch my eye though we're talking about Sirianni giving somebody a finger <laughs> did you guys see jerry rice no huh so he was at the super bowl and i guess like it was it was Philly fans were like oh, kind of like ranting or whatever the case may be, but it was like a small group of like 49er fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. So like he had this little satchel or something or whatever and he starts pulling out his championship rings, put them on <laughs> his fingers and he put one on the middle finger and then put the middle finger up and was like oh, head funny. towards the stands. It was like I was like, whoa, hold on. Like this is that's Jerry funny. Rice doing this. Yeah, right I, didn't now. See that.
1: I didn't see that. I'll one tell you either. what.
2: Of all the like you know great football players that
0: we see, you know it's r- it's rare that you see him either out like on the field or like kind of close to the stands. He has like season tickets that's like right in the end zone in in Santa Clara. And uh, Clinton, Kerry Parker, uh, we're good friends with them. They were here over the weekend. Uh, matter of fact, that's where I was for Thanksgiving they sat behind him like three times and like, he's always there and he's got this big chain on and he's got yep. his drink and they just they treat him like royalty yep. there, man. I'd be like, that's yep. what's up, man. I'd tell you. That's funny. So we had the lead up to it, right? The whole stage was set and then it kicks off and uh, what was it? Philadelphia had the the ball first and they went right down the field and scored. And then Kansas city came back and they scored. And I think that's what, like, in my mind, I was like, we're going to have a shootout. This isn't going to be no low scoring game. These these defenses, man, <laughs> slick, slick called it, man. If
2: if 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 McKinnon doesn't slide at the one, what is the final score? <laughs> I looked at <laughs>
0: that, man. I looked at that, but it was. I mean, it was a hell of a game. The the thing that stood out to me, and I got a couple things written down here. Number one, the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line that had was second all time in in a season for sacks, right? Seventy plus didn't get one fellas like what happened like what do you, what do you think happened to that uh, Eagles defensive line like you think it was a combination of Patrick Mahomes you think like the the Chiefs line I've been reading stuff about the Chiefs line you know their pitcher didn't give up a sack to the Eagles like what do you think it was do you just think it was the moment you think the the Chiefs line was that that much better or do you think the turf played uh, played a factor?
2: I think it was – I don't think the turf really had my opinion. I don't think the turf really had anything to do with it. I think it had a a lot to do with um, the offensive line stepped up, played ball. Um, They did move the pocket in a lot of situations. And like I said before, like Mahomes, like even though he had the ankle situation, he's in the NFL. So it's just so much – resources and sources to where he can get his ankle to where he needs it to be it might not be 100 it won't be 100 until he takes the actual offseason off and rest it but Mm -hmm. i feel like he i feel like everything just took place and i mean he just played ball like i don't know the eagles they still were coming they just the chiefs stepped up yeah what do you i've been saying
1: I've, i've been saying it for a while that like Okay, the Eagles' defense is is one of the best in the league, but they have had, you know, their faults. They've given up points to uh, a couple teams, and uh, th- they weren't perfect. And uh, they weren't perfect going into that game, and they weren't invincible. And I, you know, um, they the Chiefs had a good plan. I think you know the Eagles come out and control the ball the first half, just completely dominate oh, time of possession, yeah, and just keep the keep the Chiefs' offense off the field. Do they drive down? Uh, they got a long uh, touch or a scoring drive, the first drive of the game. Uh, the Chiefs answer back, and you're like, all right, here we go. We're off to the races. I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game. And then it was kind of the Eagles game. The whole first half was kind of the Eagles game, I think. And what, they go into halftime, what, 24 to 14 or whatever? Yeah, ten, Is that what it
0: was? It a, yeah, 10-point lead going into half.
1: It, it, it just, you know, it, it looked like the Eagles had um, a good plan going in. And, you know, you touched on the turf, like, talk about the turf they've been they've been grooming this turf for 2 years yep for this game wasn't it and a different it was, type
0: of grass too like all together that they haven't used it before it was
1: embarrassing dude like i don't care like what anybody says that was an embarrassment um to have a to have a playing surface like that and it, the, the guys were uh, equating it to going out there and playing in a torrential downpour um wow. they said that they were they were they're slipping all over the place and from what I understand, they painted the they painted the whole field green, and then they painted over top of that. That's I, I heard that I don't wow, know. I yeah. guess I don't know if you guys didn't hear that. I, I don't know. I, did, I didn't hear
0: that they painted it green, but I know I that heard they painted like-
1: it green and then painted everything over top of that. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either.
2: Damn, I knew it was but, a different soil and a new surface. And like uh, BP said, they had been preparing it for years or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I knew all of that.
1: Yeah, it's just. It, 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 it wasn't a good look for the NFL. It wasn't a good look for the Super Bowl uh, to have field conditions like that. And it was obvious. And it wasn't just one team. It was both guys or both yeah. teams that were feeling the effects of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to go back and, you know, talk about what we were talking about, I think the Eagles defense, they started off all right. And then second half, I mean, we'll talk about it. But the second half comes out and it's just a whole nother team, a whole, yeah. a whole nother team. I'll tell you
0: what What really kind of stood out to me, especially in that first half, is uh, Nick Bolton's a guy. That dude was flying around, making plays everywhere. Honestly, I felt like he should have had two touchdowns. The one that he had that that tied the game at 14, uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts just kind of dropped, dropped that ball or whatever. Didn't look like anybody hit it out. But, I mean, he picks it up and returns it. And then he had another one uh, that Miles Sanders – I felt like that was a catch. I felt like that was more of a catch than uh, the Dallas yeah. Goddard one. Later on, it was it was close. I don't think he I had it see, long enough.
1: Yeah. But the, what's I don't crazy think he had me, control long enough.
0: Well, what's crazy to me, fellas, because I wanted to talk about this, was that particular play, right? He catches it, he had two feet down, and he starts to move upfield, but not quite enough, right, that they they overturn it. But then you look at that Dallas Goddard one later on, where he's got, I think he was almost up by his head, and just his toe, like, was on the ground as, like, he was starting to gain control of it. I felt like the yeah, Miles I mean, Sanders they called, they called catch was more a catch, of a catch. Right? <laughs> yeah, Excuse I thought the me. Miles Sanders one was more of a catch than that one, but um still i mean nick bolton was everywhere and that kid is only 22 years old coming off his second season had like 160 tackles this year that dude jumped off the film for me number third i was like who the hell linebackers wearing 32 nick bolton, yeah. i was like that was not that dude from mizzou he's yep. been
1: like that all year like you said he had over 160 tackles like he's just he's everywhere uh he was a rookie last year i think yeah. he was like a third second or third round draft pick dude they they really uh They really hit that hit that pick, man, because he's been he's been great for them. Um, You know, talking further into it, one of the matchups that I said last week that we need to watch was the matchup between the coaches, yeah, Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni, and who's going to win that battle? And I think talk about it, man. um, I I I truly believe that the Eagles were absolutely positively outcoached in that game. uh, Absolutely, whatever. It's the second half. For, for 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 whatever the Eagles did, the Chiefs had an answer. And for whatever the Chiefs did, the Eagles couldn't answer. And you you talk about you're scoring at the end of the game on the on the same play two times, like Man. You talk about that. <coughs> yeah, you I call it to the talk yo-yo motion. That. But yeah,
2: I just I mean, think they,
1: that uh, the experience of Andy Reid and the Chiefs' coaching <clears head throat> kind of took over in the second. Definitely took over in the second half, and and, and really propelled them to a win.
0: Oh, for sure. And that was on back-to-back drives, by the way, that yo-yo motion where it's basically man-to-man and the guy is supposed to trail him all the way across, but then he stops and the DB is looking to where he's supposed to be. If he's going to be the number two, number three guy, who's going to carry. And then all of a sudden they snap the ball and he's back where the safety is and they just completely outflank him. And they did that twice. Now we'll talk about that here a little bit later on, but that defensive coordinator had that happened to him a couple different times this year. Andy Reed has exploited that a couple different times this year. But that guy is going to be a head coach down in Arizona now. And if you think yeah. that, you know, there's going to be coaches with,
1: and then yeah, we man. will talk about that a little bit later cuz for sure I you know, I got my own opinions on that, but we'll t- we'll touch on that a little bit later in the show. But yeah, I Absolutely. think like I said from a coaching standpoint, um <clears throat> the the Chiefs dominated the game and, and like i said it led them to to victory that i thought at halftime when 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 mahomes tweaked his ankle again dude i was oh, like man. i texted my yeah. buddies i'm like oh it was it's fun done. while it lasted but we're gonna have to deal with this the whole season or the whole off season because the this is the eagles game man and so as um, it happened, <laughs> everybody
0: I think that i you was know, watching we, the game with. we were texting <laughs> all of us were we're like uh oh and then i larry texted me and he goes it's done and then yeah, there's a couple more. Everybody said these I couldn't believe that I think if there was any time for that to happen and there to be an extended halftime like there was, I think it worked out to his benefit because whatever they were able to shoot him up with or give That's him for some is. pain relief was 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 did. on another level, man. Because I,
2: I I went to a couple uh Super Bowl parties. Um I left I was at one until halftime more than one? Yeah. So the first one my cousin hey, had. Slick's and the a superstar, second, man. the second <laughs> you gotta know that. Man. Um, the second one my my my, my uh the missus uh family had some like family friends and like some of her peoples was over there. So I left him. They were in the same city, so it was nothing for me to get to the other one. But right. um, when it happened at halftime, I told everybody. I was, It was like, oh, it might be over with. I said, he's in the NFL. <laughs> Halftime, he, he will not look the same. I promise yeah. You yeah, he yeah. came
1: out second half like nothing ever happened. Yeah, and that long I mean, run, that long run that he had in the fourth quarter, he's looking behind him like where's everybody at, and he's just galloping <laughs> downfield. And like not look the same. No, I will say that same.
0: that was the most awkward twenty five yard scamper was, that I've seen from was. anybody. <laughs> he was like ha ha. The whole time. I, man, I was like, "Oh, what the
1: hell!" He was laughing, like, what, "Yeah, like, how, it am, was I, every, how yeah, am I just it was his wide mouthpiece?
0: Open. Like, off to the side." Yeah, but I got I got to give this guy some kudos real quick because Jalen Hurts played out of his mind, man. He had that one bad play where he dropped that that pass, but or dropped that the ball, and it resulted in um, in a fumble for six. But outside of that, he played really well. He was really tough to bring down. He made some really good throws. That throw that he made to AJ Brown was an absolute dime uh, for six. I think he had three touchdowns on the ground, one uh, one in the air to A.J. Brown. I think he had over 300 yards passing, 70 yards. I mean, yeah. you could really make an argument, you could have made an argument that, hey, he could have been the MVP on the losing side because he played yeah. that well. Uh, what did you guys think of his performance?
1: He, uh, he single-handedly kept the Eagles in the game. Uh, one player. Kept the Eagles in that game. Like you said, he threw for over 300 yards. He was the leading rusher by far with 70 yards, three touchdowns. He played, other than that one play, which happens, dude, it happens. Yeah. Um, other than that one little hiccup, dude, he was the guy for, for the entire game. And, and that's, that's, not, that's not great to say because – where was the you know, where was the defense that we heard so much about? Where was the rest of yeah. the offense? Where was Miles Sanders?
0: Yeah. Uh, he was their leading rusher by a lot. Like
1: Hertz did what was he a, could, but it yeah. wasn't enough.
0: Yeah, no, it, it it definitely wasn't enough. But I mean, the performance that he had, I mean, Kenneth Gainwell was the next closest guy, okay? Jalen Hurts had 70 yards. He, next closest guy was 21 yards, and Miles Sanders was 16 yards. Not gonna get it done, not gonna get it done at all. But I want to nope. ask you guys this because this bothered the hell out of me. Just watching this play, I've been hearing about it. Uh, that 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 damn quarterback sneak where they all get lined up there. I'm telling you, Kelsey is offsides. Number one, he has the ball like where his stomach is, and like the guards and the center are like leaned over where the ball is, so they're like offsides. And then nobody ever gets set. And they snap it and then just push. It was like unstoppable. I think they did it what five, six times. Yeah, they've been doing that it all game. year.
1: <clears throat> yeah. They've been doing it uh, all year. I don't know about the offsides because there is like a two or three, like a two-yard leeway um point there where you know, I don't know what the two rules Two yards exactly are, but it's a whole human like being. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> it's it's all it's all the referees' discretion too. Just like right. people say the Philly special was an illegal formation. Like it's only a legal formation if the ref calls it illegal. You know, so so I don't know about all that, but I know, that you know, the movement, the early movement was a topic of discussion. Um, Sometimes it looks like he's right on cue. Sometimes it looks like, you know, he's a little bit early, but I don't know what it is, why they can't stop that quarterback sneak.
2: But they just get low and they just they they get low and they get all the push in the back.
0: Yeah, they get all the push, but then Jalen hurts too. Like, give him yeah. some credit for it too. Cause that guy is like a power lifter, from my understanding. Like how strong he is. That he he, he doesn't just get a yard. You could run that on third and three almost because he's yeah. getting he's getting the, the push for it. But that was crazy. But let's kind of talk about the ending of the game because I really felt like there's been a lot of talk about that that holding call or not holding, they shouldn't have called it there or whatever. Um, I kind of wish that they wouldn't have called it. It was in my mind. It was, was a penalty, but I wish that they wouldn't have called it. Cause I would have loved to see what Jalen hurts would have done coming out, you know, being able to, okay, we're down three with just under two minutes left and going. We got, I feel like we kind of got robbed of that situation, but I felt like it was a holding call. What did you guys think about how the end of the game kind of transpired, uh, and leading up for the, the chiefs to win the game?
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it was a holding call it, uh, as well. At first, when I watched it live as a receiver, I was like, mm, I don't know if you make that call in that type of situation. But then I, I watched it again in slow motion. I was like, yeah, if I, as a receiver, I would have wanted that call. I don't care what the situation was. Well, so, you, um, you, you and, Rick, oh, yeah. you can
1: see it. I mean, the defender uses the receiver's hip to propel him forward. Leverage. Yeah, you like know, it's it's not the most egregious call, but also the angles that they were showing on TV weren't great. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Right, you you go back and it, see, I, like you, I, I saw a picture of hit of him of Bradbury having the jersey, and it's the jersey's fully stretched extended. out. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay, it was a, it was it. it was clearly a hold. And when you go into the po- post game press conference and you admit that it was a hold. I'm sure they weren't too happy about that, but (laughs) it is what it is. And it got called and it, okay. You can make the argument, keep the flag in your pocket, but it's a penalty. Yeah. That's my thing.
0: That's my thing. It doesn't matter when it is. If it's a penalty, you got to throw the flag. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's my thing. And it was, uh Jeff, holding
1: doesn't matter within five yards. It doesn't yards.
0: matter where it is. That's a that's illegal a contact. So if it's within right. five yards, Jeff, your question there was it within five yards. They they can't touch and pass the five yards, but holding you can't do that uh pretty much any time. You you, ever. you
2: can't like like I said, when I was saw it slow motion, I definitely agree. They should have called it, but when I watched it live, it looked different. But at the same time, the reason why I say the time that they called it is because oh. Yeah. We've been watching games all through the season where yeah. that same call has not been called, and it probably right. has been worse of a hold. Right. So it's like,
1: well, and just, the go back, the last just go Super back to that Bowl play too. with the Saints a few years ago. Yo, with that, that dude, if that wasn't a pass interference, I don't know what the hell's a penalty <laughs> anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like
1: you know. Yeah, and that, no, that, that led was... to that that horrible rule that they could review pass interference, and thank God they got rid of that.
0: Yeah. So we got the Chiefs. They, they hoisted the Lombardi afterwards. Mahomes, really gritty performance, like have a, a different level of respect for him, kind of grinding through what he had to go through in that game. This, this might be a little bit of a loaded question. Do you think that the Chiefs were the best team in football this year and that that team was rightfully like should be holding the Lombardi or do you think that the Eagles just kind of lost that game and you felt like they were the better team? Uh, what are you guys thoughts?
1: Um, I think I think the Chiefs are the best team in football, I, and I think that the Eagles are a damn close second. Um, but as a whole, I asked you guys last week: Mahomes are holes, hole. or Hertz? Um, <laughs> huh? A <laughs> holes? Yeah.
0: As a whole,
1: I, I asked you guys last week: <laughs> who, do, who do you have here? Who do you have here? Who do you have here? It's a toss-up. But as yeah. a whole, the Chiefs were the better team, and. It didn't look that way for the first 30 minutes of the game. Uh, no. But it ended that way. And it ended that way because from top to bottom, the Chiefs were ready and the Chiefs were better.
0: And you're talking coaching. You're talking yes. quarterback. like You're talking Correct. from all the way down, right? Okay, Correct. Uh, what, do, what do you think, Slick? Uh, it sounded like you had a different opinion there.
2: Um, I think the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I won't say that I think they were the best team in football yeah they won a the super bowl so at the end of the day you have to respect that i just think with andy Reid as a coach and mahomes as a quarterback i think they have one of those teams where they just find a way to win yeah yes they have talent but they find a way to win they could be down by by 20 and they find a way to win they find a way to get a couple stops on defense and mahomes he has a ball in his hand and he dials it up and they find a way to win um overall as a team not including the coaching or whatever the case may be just as a team overall i feel like the eagles were a better team going into the super bowl i just feel like they didn't play the way that everybody yeah. expected them to play overall offense yes defense it was it was some hiccups but if defense is firing on all cylinders like they have been throughout the season i mean we're talking about the defense didn't really show up like they usually do but the score was right. still 38 to 35 like right so it's not like they got blown out some right, sense of
1: scoring still like, that defense is giving up points to to you know formidable
2: opponents all it's the year. NFL, everybody's giving up points now because of the, yeah. right the style But I'm of saying
1: playing. they're not invincible, and they, you know, nobody is to be,
2: in the NFL. What what right, defense but, is? But they were they
1: were crowned as the best defense in football,
2: and based I didn't off think statistics, they were. though. Based off statistics, yeah. not based I, off I think they.
0: I think they had some problems in their back end, and I thought the Chiefs would have an opportunity to exploit it if they were able to give Mahomes time and with the pass rush, not getting there. I think they did overall. I thought, especially in that first half, I thought the Eagles were doing what the, what I thought the Eagles were going to do. I felt like it was a bad matchup for the chiefs, the way that, you know, the, the Eagles would be able to run the ball, but other than Hertz, they didn't really stick with that at all. They did it more through the air, which was surprising. Uh AJ Brown had just under a hundred yards, I think. And, uh, yeah, I think he had just under 100 yards.
1: Smith had a good game, too.
0: Yeah, Smith had seven catches for 100 <clears throat> yards, and A.J. Brown had six catches for 96. So when Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball for you know 300 yards, that's not what I thought was going to happen in that game. I thought they were just going to lean on him, keep running the ball, keep running the ball. Um, but credit the Chiefs. They, they played the Eagles game and ended up coming out on top, and this is the second time that they've hoisted the Lombardi uh, since 2019, and they've come back in – from ten points down to do so. Now in the post game, I had a big question. You guys are gonna laugh at this one. You got Patrick Mahomes up there talking. He just got named the MVP. He's got you know the confetti falling down on him. Life is good. And then you got Jackson Mahomes behind him oh doing God. some sort of TikTok. And the only thing that I could think of was I've seen what Patrick Mahomes' dad is like holding that cigar. He seems like an OG, right? I, my my question is. How in the world does those two different types of human beings come from that man? Like, I was going, "What? You got an MVP here and you got a TikTok guy back?" I don't even know, man. I don't even. They know. have. Was, excep- his brother has been in a lot of mix though.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they've accepted has been in a lot of Jackson mix. for what he is, honestly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a whole different <laughs> Not my type cup of MVP, there. but you know he uh, he's very popular.
2: Yeah. For he reason. is. For whatever like reason, whether it's positive or negative, like he's been in the mix of a lot of stuff.
0: It's like Skip Bayless, right? Like, like people don't like him, but they watch him because they don't like him. It's, I feel like it's the same thing.
2: It's the same uh, thing with, with Bayless.
0: Crazy.
1: He does it on purpose. Jackson Mahomes does it on purpose. He knows mm-hmm. what he's, yeah. he knows. What he's doing. Yeah. He's an influencer, Man. whether it's good I don't know if pay. I could do
0: that on purpose. I could not do that yeah. on purpose. No. I Don't care how famous You're you said I was going to be. Jackson
1: uh, Mahomes either. So thank God, bless me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. All I would well, say he's, probably, our... <laughs> he's probably pretty loaded, honestly. <laughs> he's got to be. He's got to be. Yeah, I mean, sure when loaded. you could go to your brother, who uh, like the f- first five hundred million dollar quarterback. Hey, bro. <laughs> He yeah, a, some extra
1: scratch? I'll tell you what. How many followers has he got on TikTok himself? I'm i don't sure even he's know. Doing all I right can't bring himself, myself man.
0: to look him up. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, I don't have. Uh,
1: to TikTok, well, congratulations to you
0: know. the Chiefs. Uh uh really great game. That was an awesome Super Bowl. But now we start turning our attention over to the off season cuz now everybody after after Sunday is 0 and 0. Oh no. And they're loading up for that next Super Bowl that's going to be in Vegas. By the way, same type of field that gets rolled out and in. So hopefully they get uh, that field situation taken care of by then. Uh, but I wanted to revisit <clears throat> this because we had a couple coaching hires um, for the Colts. Shane Stichen. I, I would give that. Stichen. Stichen, I think. Uh, He was the offensive coordinator of the – Eagles he gets hired really the next day for the Colts and then Jonathan Gannon the defensive coordinator of the Eagles gets hired that was questionable to me but then you had the Broncos Sean Payton Panthers Frank Reich and then Texans D'Amico Ryans so out of this group guys I mean Sean Payton's the big name he's he's a guy that has won a Super Bowl Frank Reich won a Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator with Philly uh Fun fact, every single one of these guys on this list had spent some time with the Eagles. D'Amigo Ryans as a player, Frank Reich as an OC, Sean Payton as a quarterback coach, and then obviously OC and DC there. What do you guys see out of this group? Like, what do you expect from them? Who do you think is going to have uh, the best the best opportunity to win right away? Uh, we'll start off with Drew. Uh,
1: two hires jump off the screen uh, at me that are that I consider good hires. First, the Texans um D'Amico Ryans I think I think he's he's grinded his teeth long enough and he he's he earned himself a head coaching job and I'm excited to see what he can do uh down there in Houston it ain't gonna be easy and it ain't gonna be fast I don't think but uh I'm excited to see what he can do the other one Sean Payton uh I think we we know what kind of coach Sean Payton is and uh the Broncos might have the the biggest or the best uh uh, I'm not roster, maybe. Out of not, this yeah, I was gonna say roster, but now I'm looking at it, maybe not. But they got something to work with, and Peyton, yeah. I think, is a guy that could uh, an experienced guy that can bring that out and will demand the, the most out of you know, uh, Wilson and the rest of the team. Um, so those are the two that I'm kind of excited about. The Panthers hiring Frank Reich, I just don't understand. I think. Frank Reich is boring. I think he's bland. I think he's blah. Um, he was blah with the Eagles. He was blah with the Colts. But these dudes just keep getting recycled in the NFL, and I don't know how it happens. But, like, give somebody else a chance. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I didn't like the Frank Reich hire, and I definitely – dude, what did these two goons at the bottom do to deserve a frigging – head coaching job at this point in their career
0: well especially over like somebody like eric the enemy right like if you're it's, waiting it's, to like that's my thing like eric sick, the enemy dude. has it been a name that the, for a while
1: B&E both eagles B-Morris. coordinators after yeah. one year get a get head coaching job or yeah. you know two years however long they've been there but like i i don't like those hires at all they'll be they're if, if they both make it three years i'll be i'll be impressed
0: oh yeah man i mean I don't feel and like if there is Jonathan. anybody that's a
1: coaching whisperer on this show that can predict coaches being fired, uh <laughs> I think I got a oh. good I think I got a good
0: Hey, that's why I was coming to you first, Drew. Like I had to know, that. like yeah. who do you think, you know? I, I it's crazy. My biggest thing is like the Eric Bieniemy. Like if you if you were truly waiting for after the Super Bowl and you were trying to get, let's say, for the Colts, for instance, because they, they got the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Eric B enemy has been a name for years, not just one right. year. He's been a name since what? 2019, 2018 with the chiefs. And I hear all these other coordinators get opportunities and for him not to get one. Okay. And then you look at Jonathan Gannon for the, the, are you really saying that he's better than cliff Kingsbury? I feel right. like cliff Kingsbury might be a better fit than this guy. I don't know. Like he's going to go in there and talk to Kyler Murray and talk right. about four hours of film and all that stuff. I mean, I can go on and on, but I got to hear what Slick
2: has to say about this one. Like, what do you think about this? Uh, The two that you guys pointed out, I definitely agree with them. Uh, Ryan's and Peyton. Definitely there are the standouts. The two coaches from the Eagles, for me, like you said, it's like after one year. Um, Like Drew said, like, I just don't understand why they keep recycling or giving coaches – Without that much experience, opportunities, and even though, and I don't want to turn it into a race thing, but I mean, it is like it just it looks that way. It's like, why don't you give the enemy an opportunity,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or Raheem Morris? Like, I feel like both of them are proven. Well, yeah, and I think Morris, has to be a, had
1: to... a terrible interview. He has. I to was be thinking an awful, the same thing. Know. I was thinking the same thing. He's interviewed for every job in the past five or six years, and he hasn't gotten one. There's got to be a reason. And I don't know what it is. I I don't know what it is, Rick. And I don't think anybody knows what it is. But every year we say, oh, give the enemy a chance. Give the enemy a chance. But every year he gets passed over. And I don't know. Thirty-two I teams. I feel like, came I wrong, feel like there's a think.
2: reason behind that, though. Like this is—he's not the first one that's been passed over. Like I was surprised that they gave Ryan's opportunity. I'm glad they did, but it's—it's it's a bunch of coaches that are proven. A bunch. Of- well, even
0: Steve Wilkes, right? Like I'm happy that the Niners got him as the defensive coordinator, but I feel like the way that he handled that Panthers. Uh, job with most of their guys like getting traded or whatever and then still have an opportunity for the playoffs at the end like I felt like he deserved that coaching job and for him not to get it and not really get the scene uh, scene elsewhere yeah, that was
1: surprising to me that, that was weird get to me that yeah. job. Um,
0: or at least somewhere else, you know, I, I felt like he, he really put it out there. And then, uh, Rich Passaccio was another guy for the the Raiders when they, they, they fired John Gruden that he never really got an opportunity. And he went and I think he's a special teams guy for the Packers now or something like that. I'm like, he led that. That was like one of the worst situations to be in with the Raiders. And he got him to the playoffs two years ago. And then he didn't have an opportunity. So I was like, man, it's weird. I, I, I feel like. I don't know if it's if it's broken. I don't know what what needs to change or whatever. But to see like, and I like Frank Reich as a person, but let's let's face it. Less than three months ago, we were he w- he was getting fired from the Colts for well, not doing a good job with the better roster. What, you, you, you mentioned it. Go, you you go mentioned it earlier pair? in the
1: segment. You think uh, Kingsbury is not better than Gannon? Well, how about Steichen? You think yeah. Frank Reich isn't a more qualified head coach than the Shane Steichen? I don't yeah. know, man. I just don't, I don't understand it. But again, yeah. I, you know, this, I, the point I wanted to touch on the, the storyline was, oh, it's taken the Cardinals forever to hire a coach. Why? Is it because of Kyler? Is it because of this? Is it because of that? Nobody wants to coach Kyler? No, because they were waiting for the Eagles to lose because they knew they had their guy. Uh, Gannon yeah. was their guy, I think, from, from probably pretty early on. And that's why they waited. But
0: Just from an outside looking in, though, outside looking in, I'll play devil's advocate for this one. Is I would have loved to see Eric Bieniemy with a talent like Kyler Murray to see, like how he would handle that situation offensively, right? Like I would have loved to see that opportunity. Now we got Jonathan Gannon, who's not really—I mean, he's a defensive guy, straight up. Like he's a defensive guy that couldn't adjust in the Super Bowl. That. I don't want to say he's the reason that they lost, but there's two wide open touchdowns, uh, you know, to his name really. And now he's getting a head coaching job, but that like cool that you can go handle defense, but you just got to talk to Kyler Murray. Like who's, who's going to be the guy in Kyler Murray's here? Is Kyler Murray going to be running it? Boy. I mean, I'm happy that's in the NFC West and they can deal with all that stuff. But, but, um, yeah. This is a really good point here at the bottom here uh, with the enemy. I think teams are concerned that the chief success is all Andy Reid. He interviewed with Washington for OC. Hopefully, to get out of Reid's shadow to prove himself. Hope he gets a HC job soon. Reid's pretty old. What if? I mean, maybe, maybe it, it's a maybe, what if, but what if he maybe. was waiting in the wings, right? Maybe and to to
1: take this Reid. Reid's noncommittal on coming back. Yeah. You know, oh, he, is he really? He, oh, he, he they asked him when you know. When's enough enough? He's like, ah, oh, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. He hasn't said that he's definitely coming back, but um, no, I th- I, th- I found it interesting that Biagini is in- er- interviewing for other OC jobs because what's that tell you? Maybe he doesn't have a big hand in this offense as everybody thinks he does. Could be because I know, I mean, yeah, there's something. Doug Peterson, there's something. Doug Peterson didn't. Doug Peterson didn't even call a plays for the Chiefs, but he had right. the offense coordinator title.
2: Right, so I think it's all BS. Honestly, like <laughs> seriously, I'm just keeping it above. Like, like for me personally, I don't care if, the, if if the coach is black, white, Spanish. Like, if he has earned, if he's his qualified, food, right? Like, if yes, if he's a qualified. If he's qualified. Man. Give him an opportunity to be able to say he doesn't deserve it. Like, at least give him a yeah. three to whatever year, three to five years or whatever. The case maybe give Jeff Saturday an opportunity. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's great. And Reggie Wayne was already on the staff. So right. if you're gonna bring somebody in as an interim head coach, he's already on the staff. Like, what are we talking about? Like, it's it's just stuff like that that kind of like makes me wonder about like, I don't know, man. It it, well, it, it, gets, it gets crazy to me sometimes. Yeah, not
0: I, I feel you there. I feel you there, but we'll we'll see. I'm excited to kind of see what some of these coaches do. Um, I mean, the proof's gonna be in the pudding, right? This time next year. Are we going to be talking about one of these jobs being available again? Uh, statistics say at least one will. Uh, at yeah, least right. one of these jobs, I, w- I will say, uh, will be there. Uh, but there was a guy, right, that we know that we uh, that drew. I will say knows, but doesn't love, and that's Derek Carr. Derek Carr <laughs> got released yesterday. Okay, so finally, we kind of knew that was going to come, uh, but there was all talks about him and the the Saints maybe. Uh, There's going to be a trade. And then Derek Carr said that I'm not going to waive my you no know, trade clause. And then they finally cut him. And, and basically there was a guarantee. I believe it was last night that it would have been a $40 million cap hit and guaranteed money for, for Carr. So obviously they release him. They they move on from Derek Carr. But what was your guys' thoughts on this now? Now the Raiders, they had some talent on offense. I think their their biggest problem was on defense. What what do you think the market for a Derek Carr is now now, now that the Raiders were kind of moving on and what do you think uh, their answer at quarterback is going to be?
2: Um, I don't know what their answer at quarterback is going to be. The Raiders. Um, I did see uh, where the Jets, like you said, the Saints, the Titans, and the Panthers were interested though. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't think he's like the bottom of the barrel, but I won't say he's elite either. I'll put him like maybe in the middle. So, of course, I don't think he will be a Super Bowl quarterback, but I think he can go to a team with the right system, right? OC and have a winning season, maybe go first round playoffs, maybe.
0: So right now. So just taking a look at this real quick, looking at the free agents for this year. So Derek Carr is among them, right? Uh, number one, Lamar Jackson. He's going to yeah. be a free agent unless the Ravens figure something out between now and, and March 13th. I don't think they're going to let him go. Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jacoby Brissett. Uh, mm. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is in that mix, not as a free agent, but as a potential trade. We know Tommy Brady is out of it, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of a mix there, but that, I mean – other than Lamar Jackson, like, I'm not super pumped about, like, you, oh, man, this guy's going to turn the Raiders around. I think you get the same type of player, you know, that would come in there if you go the veteran yeah. way, like maybe a Jimmy Garoppolo that gets a ball out maybe a little bit quicker. Or, I mean, Geno Smith played well this year, but that was really his only year that he did well. But Jimmy, yeah. he, he hasn't, he doesn't stay healthy, you know, long enough, really. I think he he only played, like, three full seasons out of six. And then Daniel Jones... I mean, there's a reason why they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, right? So I don't know. Like for me, you get rid of Carr, but like, is is the grass really greener on the other side, or do you think they might just get a guy in the draft? I
2: don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, think either would be a better fit, honestly. Just with yeah, they're all lateral moves. The organization, like whether you get one of those guys you just named or even something out of the draft because now if you get a rookie in the draft now he has to get acclimated to the speed of the game and all the other stuff that comes along with being a rookie yeah. and you still are kind of like in the same situation. So I I, I don't know.
1: I don't Next know all the inner workings of the uh I don't know all the inner workings of the car contract situation. So um you know they you said they were gonna wind up taking a hit but I'm just surprised that they let him go with getting nothing for him. Um, So,
0: it, what it was going to be, Drew, real quick, because it was really financially driven. I feel like so by them releasing him, they freed up almost thirty million dollars in cap space, and five million of that was dead cap. So basically, freed up thirty million dollars of cap space. Now, if they would have been on the roster as of today, it would have been a forty million dollar cap hit, and the Raiders, I think, they were down towards like I think seven or eight million dollars in that range for cap space. So I think it might be more along the lines of, hey, we we need to do a couple things on the team, maybe defensively or whatever, and we want to use that cap space. And and realistically, it just felt like when they were out of it, that they were just done with him. And I, I don't feel like they handled it all that great either. Like, they really kind of burned yeah. that bridge with him. I feel like they kind of did him dirty, to be honest. No,
1: yeah. I mean, we, we, we all saw the writing on the wall that he was done there. Um, Kind yeah. of surprised it ended the way it did, but... I don't think there's a huge Derek Carr market out there. He'll he'll land somewhere. Obviously, he's going to go somewhere. But like Ricky said, he's a middle of the road guy, man. I, I got him yeah. as you know sixteen or number sixteen or number eighteen and in, in the NFL. And you guys know how I feel about him. But I'm just keeping it real, <laughs> man. I never been so high on the guy. Me. You know, I yeah. never been high on him. I don't think he's that that great. But he'll land somewhere. He's going to go somewhere, that's for sure.
0: Well, they they had everybody around him this year, right? So he gets released. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about free agents, and we'll do a little thing of pairing up where we think some of these quarterbacks, what the best fit might be, which will be kind of fun. Uh, But just kind of diving into next season, okay? So we're already kind of starting on that. We're going to start seeing some guys maybe get restructured. We're going to see some guys – um get signed by their teams before they can officially hit free agency but this is what your salary cap looks like now what i want you guys to know and this is a little educational piece all these ones in the red you ever look at your checkbook and it's in the red That's not a good thing so these guys from the jets all the way through the buccaneers these guys are all over the cap as of now now you don't have to be uh at the uh below the cap until March 13th, which is when the new league year begins. Okay. So you're gonna see these teams really restructure some contracts, maybe release some. Now the Saints have been in this boat for a long time. Now you see this uh number that's over here where it's like it has the the, the number and it has like these numbers here. These are how many guys that are under contract. So you you don't see one of them that says 53. You might see some that say 56. Now the thing is. 90 players are under contract when it comes to training camp. Now, only the top 51 contracts count towards the salary cap. That's something that I learned last year. I was like, man, 90 guys. only the top 51 contracts count against the salary cap. Now, if you have a really good owner that wants to shell out a bunch of money to good practice squad guys, that's where you kind of see some teams be really, really deep. But Larry's going to be excited about this because his Chicago Bears (laughs) not only have the number one million pick in the draft, dollars but they're sitting <laughs> with 94 million dollars in salary cap space i think it's fair to say that they're going to be making some move boys they're, they're going to be putting some guys
2: around justin fields i feel like. i hope so i really hope they do second that i hope so like, i, I really to. hope they really 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 showed he showed, do, uh, he showed glimpses this year you know he definitely did with nothing. I know no number 1, no number 2, no number 3. <laughs> and we no know how consensus. you are a lot of number 2s. Yeah, a lot of number 2s. <laughs> I don't know. Some of those guys might have been high high <laughs> number 3s. No, I'm talking number about fours. Dukie. He had a lot of dukies on the team. Yeah. Said dookie. No, the run game was not like it's yeah. Defense wasn't yeah. I, I need them to like really spend that money and get some guys around them.
1: These numbers 20. are kind of crazy though because there's there's so many teams in the red right here, and within yeah. the next month, that that's all going to change. They do these guys, these front office guys. That's all they do. They push numbers, man, and they they make things work. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll see we'll but i, see, I, I uh... will
0: say this for, for like a team like the Saints right and so they're what does that say 55 million dollars over the cap right now and that ca- the cap by the way went up by like 25 million dollars so the the base salary cap right now 224.8 million dollars you gotta imagine that these teams uh, look at a team like the vikings right they were 13 and four they they um uh, went to the playoffs got knocked out. They're looking to retool, but they're, what is that, 50, uh, $43 million over the cap right now? The Jaguars, that's surprising to me because that's a team that has not done very well, that doesn't have a lot of superstars on their team, but they're really over the cap right now. The Bills, but when you look on the flip side of it, you see teams like the Ravens, you see teams like the Cardinals, the Lions, the Colts, uh, the Falcons, the Raiders, Giants, Eagles. Well, where are the Eagles at? Yeah, they're right at, what is that, $8 $8 million. No, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's an, that's... Uh, The 49ers in that same spot, the Chiefs. So out of this this group, just looking at these numbers, guys, who do you think is going to make some of these big, flashy signings yeah, when that first round of free agency, who do you think can really make a move from, you know, you see the Texans right there, you know, from going bottom barrel to, hey, we're going to get some talent on this squad and, and we're going to start trying to make a run at this thing. Is there, there are a team out there that you guys are looking at these numbers and, and feel like uh, are going to be in that uh, in that list. In that one group, that stands out say. to me
1: is the Bengals. You know, you got one of the top teams in the league, and you're sitting there with thirty five million dollars of open money just to go out and play with. Uh, they're going to retool. They're or not even retool. They're going to add tools. And yeah, uh, yeah.
2: You know, so that's think, that's one that kind of jumps out to me. I think I think the Falcons. Um, I, I, I've been. I think the Falcons have a lot of interest on Lamar. And yeah, yeah. that offense, the way that they ran it this
0: last year, yeah. right, that almost kind of fits with yeah. what he was doing. If if he um, does leave Baltimore,
2: yeah, if, if if the Falcons get him, I think they put a couple more pieces around him offensively and maybe add a couple pieces on the defensive side. Yeah. Well, I'll
0: tell you what that division, right? I mean, Tom, Tom Brady's out of there. You got the, you got the saints, you got the bucks, you got the Panthers and you got the Falcons. I mean, they get some players in there. They were competitive, right? At least halfway yeah. through the season. They drafted and, a quarterback uh, last year. Yeah. Like, they couldn't uh, Ritter Desmond Ritter. Ritter. Ritter yeah, yeah. That's going to be interesting boys. I mean, just taking a look at that, we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to have a lot to talk about into free agency. And then the big thing is when the draft hits, that's gonna be fun. Uh, because we're gonna have all of our mock drafts. We're gonna have a really nice mock draft show, but uh between free agency, between the XFL, between the USFL, uh and the draft, we're gonna be busy, fellas. We're gonna be busy. There's still
1: there's still football out there, Blitz Nation, that's for sure. There's still football to talk about. We ain't going anywhere. All right. Absolutely. Shows might not shows might not be an hour and a half you know, in the off season here, but, uh, we're not going anywhere. We'll still be here every Wednesday night, uh, bringing you the action. That's for sure.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hey, I'm proud of your, uh, your internet right now, Drew, like you, we thought that there might be some issues. You want to give a shout out to T-Mobile?
1: It's still hanging hanging on one, one bar, which is scaring the crap out of me. (laughs) So for the people I'm trying to cut out, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get rid of my cable, like trying to figure out ways to cut costs here. And uh, so I, I, pu- I purchased sticks. the T Mobile 5G uh, thing and I hooked that up and s- trying to go streaming here. And uh, I guess it's yeah. working, but it looks it's scaring the crap out of me because it's that's saying it's only at say. one bar. And fire usually when I'm at one I'm at bar, internet. I'm like skipping
2: all over the place. Like, ah, 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 ah. So, get, get the internet <laughs> or fire sticks. That's That's what, yeah, I that's had. what I'm looking on for. The room, that's what I'm looking for.
1: Big night tomorrow, the boys. They're like, I don't know if you caught I'm a little horse. I can't remember the last time on the show I've actually been healthy, first of all. Hey, um, I'm all sick the all the time. I'm, but tomorrow night, you, man. South Jersey Basketball Championship, we got the uh, Camden High Panthers versus the uh, Camden East Side Tigers, I think. Two guys in the McDonald's uh, All-American, two, two Kentucky commits. Your boy's so, calling the game. Not only am I calling the game, I'm DJing Uh-oh. the game, too. So oh, I play man. all the. What's your, I play what's all your the, DJ name? I DJ Dizzle. I, I play all the, <laughs> the. That was given to me by. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Nick Brady back at Delval. He gave me that. Um, DJ Dizzle. He doesn't Dizzle, say and but,
0: another one. He goes and one more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm playing all the timeout music, all the uh, all the entrance music. We got a big game tomorrow night in Cherry Hill. Expecting probably two thousand people out in the, at Ooh. the high school. So. Gonna be a big hey, one. Is it getting
0: um, to playoff time for those guys?
1: Uh, basketball yeah. is it, Yeah. Yep. Playoffs start next week. But this is like a south. This is like a New Jersey tournament that they do, uh, and these are. This is the championship game. So we're not even is in the, like the a, championship. We're like just hosting district
2: it. Or division tournament?
1: No, it's just South Jersey. So all the teams play oh. each other, and we we actually have the like the biggest gym in South Jersey at our high school. So we always gotcha. host these events and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Big night, yeah, you know. You never know who's. Remember, um, Ricky. Remember, you guys remember Dewan Wagner, yeah. yeah, basketball player. Yeah, his son DJ Wagner is the, the one of the top players in the country. Uh, he he's playing in the game, and then they got a seven footer. So Dewan Wagner will be in the house. Uh, you know who knows who else? It might be my big break. So I've been sucking down uh, cough drops and trying to get my voice right. <laughs> Man. Now, uh, Come on! I, don't, I, don't know. Oh yeah, I might have God. to play the uh, Chicago Bulls entrance song. So, oh wait
0: a second! There we go. me out. Right? Oh. no, no! I got the wrong one. Hot <laughs> wait, shot time. I
2: was saying, DJ, was, like, four different songs right here. <laughs> DJ, I thought he was cutting us off at first.
1: And one more.
2: <laughs>
0: I thought he was cutting us off. good with that dribble? Like I was at the Academy
1: Awards or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> your time's up. you know, your time's yeah. up. Hey, you were talking about one bar though. As we started to talk about hot shot of the week, now you're kind of blown up as far as your dailies cocktail services over there. Yeah, you're looking Just, for extra bartenders and stuff like that. You're getting big. You got big events listen, now. Yeah,
1: What's I'm going booking. On? I'm booking. I got. I got events coming up. We got four hundred people down the shore over the summer. Listen, if there's if there's any bartenders out there listening to the show. Uh, I pay uh, travel expenses too. So if you want to fly in, uh hey, you know, BP. I'll come see you. Uh you come out, come BP, out, I'll you pay trying, your airfare. Ricky, BP, you trying to slide pay your airfare, I'll put you guys around. up. Listen, I'm talking cash money, homie. Like we'll we'll get this thing going. I got a lot of this business took off. Like I might not be uh I might not be a secretary much longer, you know, if this business keeps going. And I started that job today too, man. You should see the picture booming. You should have seen the pictures that come out of that.
0: World oh world man, there. you got to share them. We got to share them on the show next week, man. Sure, we gotta, yeah. we gotta see that stuff. All right, hot shot of the week, guys. Let's go with Slick, man. Who's your hot shot of this last week? What, uh, what stood out to you? Who's your hot shot? You
2: mean as far as the game goes, Super Bowl game? No, just hot shot oh, in like general. On. General, yeah. Um, we're,
1: it's it's over, Rick. We're done already. Hot shot of the week,
2: man. That's yeah, man it, It's kind of hard to. I don't know. Matter of fact. Hot Shutter week goes to my mom, my old girl. We just celebrated her birthday on the 11th. Hey, she's 62. There you go. Oh, she's 60, gonna get mad you said that. 62, I believe. She, she doesn't look it though, so <laughs> she, she's all right. But yeah, we, we, we she texted me, I think, Sunday. It, it was like, I really enjoyed myself this weekend. Friday, we, uh, we all took her out to like a seafood restaurant in St. Pete, which she loves seafood. Saturday, me and the missus took her out to a state restaurant called Fleming's. And Sunday, oh, she, Fleming. was with, she was with all my um, – oh, it was a family deal at the Super Bowl party. So, like, her and my aunts and all, like, they were over there just hanging and cutting. So, the fact that I was able to do that, shout out, it goes to her.
0: That's cool. Happy birthday. Happy it's birthday. Good. That's Happy awesome. Happy birthday. Uh, Larry's not going to ever let this live, like, go down. Justin Fields, oh, I got nothing then. <laughs> That
1: was solid, man. Funny, that man. was solid.
0: That's good. Drew, uh, who's your hot shot, man?
1: The hot shot of the week, man. My hot shot of the week this week goes out to uh it's, you know, it's been a couple times that we've said this, but the Blitz Nation for tuning in tonight. Uh stick with us over to you know, we built up a nice little uh fan base here, man. So stick with us in the off season. Uh thank you for tuning in all season. I can't believe it's over already. Uh you know, but I'm looking forward to, to going into the to the offseason, talking about all these uh free agency moves and 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 leading up to the draft. And before you know it, man, we'll be uh we'll be talking about preseason we'll right camp back. and doing our divisional picks and stuff like that. Uh so my hot shot of the week is the uh Blitz Nation. Also gotta you know, give a shout out to the prophet. Um uh, yes. you know, love you. Uh thinking about you. Best wishes with you with what you got going on man so yes, hot sir. Shots in, cheers yes for sure, sure absolutely
0: that, that goes all all around there uh yeah speaking of blitz nation i'll go ahead and uh drop this bomb right now we'll we'll talk about this uh more boys but this is this is coming from me when it comes to our mock draft challenge that we have for the first night of the draft 100 bucks is going to be on the line minimum so we'll talk about however much minimum. we want a minimum okay and that's for whoever Whoa. has the best mock draft uh pick by pick we'll get into it we'll obviously have our our mock drafts the the wednesday before uh the draft kicks off so there's definitely reason for you guys to stick around and listen to us talk about off season stuff uh but i got to give a shout out my hot shot of the week is one of my best friends uh jeff lamb he's he's in here right now it's his birthday today so i got to give a shout out to him tuning in on his birthday man yes, what's up? i won't even say is. the age yeah. but i'm telling you what that dude's my boy right there. I'm I'm
1: watered tonight, you. but uh gonna save him oh, the pipes, but right. Man, right. happy birthday. Happy birthday,
2: Jeff. And happy birthday.
0: Uh and the other hot shot has got to go to uh Slicks Beanie. I feel like it made an appearance <laughs> on Joe Pesci and Home Alone.
1: Yes. I'm glad you touched on that.
0: Bandits. I mean, bro, I I almost was like <word> yeah. T W E T B A. Just shut up, Marv. Shut up. He- shut up, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie. Classic. That's a great movie, man. Well, uh, until next week, guys. We're gonna have a lot to talk about. We'll go through the quarterback carousel. Our little picks.
1: First week at XFL, <laughs> man.
0: This week at XFL. And
1: um, make sure you guys watch. We're gonna be dissecting. Watch it. We're gonna be talking about it, man. So until then. I don't have to listen to you stupid